and the 13-4 doesn't shy away from challenges. It's actually awakened by them. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey you, welcome back. This is your July 2022 numerology guide. What if there were just four obstacles between you and what you want? What if there were just four obstacles that you had to overcome between you and your next level, your next life, between you and who you want to be? Would you view problems, challenges, obstacles differently then? Would you embrace them? We'll cover more on this in just a second. First, I want to say thank you to everybody who supports this work, who tunes in. If you find the Numerology Chick podcast helpful, if this episode inspires you and you want more, you can support this work by sharing it with friends and family, by rating it over on your podcast app. That helps out more than you know. And you can always donate. There's a link in the show notes to do so. But for those diehard Numerology Chick fans, every month this year, you also have the option to sign up over on Patreon for $5 a month, where you will receive a bonus audio by the 15th of the month, where I will dive deeper into the thematic of the month. So if that's something that you'd be interested in, there is always a link in the show notes for that as well. Now let's dive in. So in Hinduism, there's this god named Ganesh. And Ganesh is this beautiful god with this big elephant head that is revered because he's the Olympian of obstacles. He neutralizes the things that stand in our way. Whenever I think about the 13 in numerology, this is the archetype that always comes to mind, Ganesh. July is a 13 universal month. It's a four universal month because one plus three equals four, but the 13 is very profound. The 13 is about overcoming obstacles. If you ever see a statue or an image of Ganesh, you'll see him depicted as riding a rat And that was because during ancient times, rats were kind of a big deal. They would destroy your crops. They would eat up your stored grains. So Ganesh riding a rat was was saying this god had conquered and tamed the thing that would hinder flourishing, the thing that could destroy one's livelihood, one's success, one's ability to bring something to fruition. Wow. Wow. That is an incredible superpower. July, this 13, is like the energy of Ganesh. It's about overcoming obstacles by changing our relationship to them. It really is about thinking 
What if you were just four obstacles away from what you want? I've thought about creating a quiz or even like a mini workshop on what number in numerology do you least like? What number do you hate? (laughs) Because I think this is definitely a way to assess where we can grow and where we can catapult forward in our lives. So many people have an aversion to the four and in particular to the 13-4. When some people learn that this number is in their chart, they're disappointed, like they're upset. Or when they learn that they're a 13-4 versus the coveted 22-4, they resist it. And I think a part of this is because We aren't educated on how powerful this 13 is. I think a lot of us still fall under that belief that the universe, that bigger and greater energy would somehow play favorites, would somehow make one superpower, one number, one set of gifts more special than another. I think it's for this reason that the 13 hasn't gotten the love that I think it deserves. When people ask me what number I would want in my chart, you know, if I could just like add a number in, I would choose the four. I really would. Because the four is focused, determined, undeterred. It is a warrior, immovable. It doesn't shy away from work. It doesn't shy away from getting things done. And the 13-4 doesn't shy away from challenges. It's actually awakened by them. The 13 has this creative problem solving that is only catalyzed and awakened when it runs in to a problem. So here in July, we are looking at our relationship to obstacles, our attitude about them, our mindset about them, and our willingness to see our own capability to traverse them. What if we were only four obstacles away from what it is that we want? I was talking to a dear client of mine who is a four-life path. And I was describing to her the, the two versions of ourselves that can show up when we are working with the four or we have the four in our chart. So I want you to imagine that you come across a steep rock face that goes hundreds of feet up into the sky. But at the top of that rock face is what you want, right? So maybe that's the version of yourself that you hope to be. Maybe that's where you're making a certain amount of revenue or you're running a business that you love or you've manifested the kind of relationship that you desire, but there it is. It's at the top of this cliff. There is a version of ourselves when we work with the four that meets up with this rock face and slumps over and says, oh, this is impossible. I can't do this. Why is this cliff here? This cliff is here because I'm doing something wrong. This cliff is here. This rock face is here because I must have taken the wrong path. 
right? We might look at it and be overwhelmed and say, I don't know how to climb. I don't know how to get more than three inches off the ground. I don't even have the equipment. This is how many of us have relationships to obstacles. We're burdened by them. We tell a story, a negative story about them. But then I want you to imagine another version of ourselves that shows up when it sees this rock face. (laughs) This version of ourselves opens up a backpack and there's ropes and equipment to tie up and to start going. This version of ourself looks at the rock face and right strategizes. Ooh, well, if I want to get up five feet, then this is where I go and here's where I put my hands and here's where I put my feet. And that version of ourselves tries and falls and giggles and laughs and says, ooh, let me try a different route. This, this version of us that embraces obstacles, that is actually awakened by them, that actually gets excited about how to solve them, how to grow, how to deepen our capabilities. This is what we want here in July. I remember, gosh, it must have been now, is it seven years ago? I was going to this mastermind with a bunch of other uh, service professionals, psychologists, coaches. And at the end of one of the meetings, a gentleman came up to me and he said, you know, I really think that you would enjoy rock climbing. And I really think that this could be good for you right now with the challenges that you're facing in your personal life. And I kind of smirked at him and thought, there's no way I'm not a rock climber. I've never rock climbed before, didn't even know it existed as a thing, but I went. He took me to an indoor rock gym. If you've listened to my podcast for a while, I might've already used this analogy, so forgive me, but I walk into this indoor rock gym and I don't know if you've ever been to one of these places, but they're extraordinary. You know, they're usually in these warehouses and so the walls go up really, really high and the walls are peppered with handholds and footholds that are colorful um, all the way from the bottom to the ceiling. There's a huge bouldering project, right? Where it's like a fake boulder that's huge that people are crawling around like spiders. And I, op- I got so overwhelmed. I was like, there's no way that I'm gonna be one of the people that climbs these walls and smacks my hand at the top where that red tape is. There's no way. And during that first climbing session, the highest I climbed was maybe eight inches off the ground. And the reason why was because this friend of mine was teaching me the basics, was teaching me how to move my body how to problem solve so that I could successfully learn how to get from the bottom to the top. So he taught me kindergarten basic things. When my left foot is on one of the holds, how can I transition just to my right foot? How do I lean left? When do I lean right? 
How do I hold my hands in such a way and my arms in such a way that I don't exhaust my muscles? How can I rest halfway up the wall? But that first session of climbing, I didn't get eight inches, more than eight inches off the ground. But the thing about rock climbing and what it taught me was the power of embracing the obstacles. I became addicted. I would go there every chance that I got. And the rock climbing community is amazing. You sit there with other people and you all look at this wall and you problem solve it together. You watch one person climb and then fall. You try it. You try it at a different angle. You try it with a different strategy. And by the way, even if somebody found a successful way to get from the bottom to topping out, that might not be the way that you do it. Somebody that's six foot five is going to top that wall in a different way than somebody like me who's five foot four. My point of telling you this story was when I first walked in there, I thought there's no way that I am going to be able to deal with all of the problems that were ahead of me, of not knowing how to climb. And yet, I looked forward to it. I looked forward to learning. I looked forward to working as a team. I looked forward to developing my strength and doing push-ups and doing sit-ups and doing core work and doing footwork. And you know what's crazy? Although getting to the top is thrilling, that's not the most thrilling part. The thrilling part was just simply enjoying the process of solving problems and developing a sense of, of self-trust, of trust in my own capabilities to figure things out as I go, to fall and fall well, to fail. And with every failure, I got one step closer to solving that problem. This is what I feel is the energy of the 13 is embracing obstacles, embracing them for what they really are. <laughs> They're incredible opportunities to use our creative problem solving to enjoy the process of manifestation. So I want you to notice, how do you feel about obstacles? How do you feel about challenges? Who do you become when you are met with that rock face? And what stories do you tell in that moment? I tell clients, sit down and write out the story that you're telling. Why does this feel impossibly hard? Why do you not want to do it? Why are you doubting your capabilities? Like you write it all out, like allow yourself to deeply and authentically process why you might have a adverse relationship with problems and challenges. And then you can ask yourself, how can you flip that? How can you actually make the process of problem solving, addressing these quote unquote objections, how can you make it fun? 
When we're in the cycle of the 13, the rite of passage is when the obstacle, the problem, the challenge comes, embrace it. Smile. Call up a friend and, fr- and find like five incredible solutions that make you happy and joyful. You tame that rat versus be decimated by it. I love that Ganesh is riding a rat. They're small creatures. I think that's such a powerful metaphor, right? They're creatures that come from the dark. They're creatures that come from the night, right? I feel like that's such a metaphor for often how the obstacles that we're taming are obstacles of our own mind. They're these small little things. They're not big. So what if you could celebrate this month every single obstacle that comes your way? And what if you could do a countdown where you say to yourself, I am only four obstacles, four challenges away from my next breakthrough. That you could even have like a countdown chart, like in your office or on the fridge. (laughs) What's the next obstacle that I'm going to overcome? What's the next challenge or problem that I need to traverse? And that you embrace them. Because what we're really embracing here with the 13 is we're embracing developing these qualities of the four within ourselves. Dedication, persistence, perseverance, a love for problem solving, and a love for exerting our effort in a direction that actually creates sustainable thriving versus staying in a place where we're just surviving. So in the show notes, I'm going to provide some journal prompts and some reminders about this 13-4. I encourage you to do sort of a, a countdown, count those obstacles, knowing and trusting and believing that once you get through four obstacles, four challenges, and you're looking forward to them and you're embracing them, that you are going to hit that slipstream. You are going to um, feel the incredible benefits of the 13, which are when you overcome obstacles, you are finally able to access peace, ease, and sustainable success in your life. You're able to access that strength, that groundedness, and that strong confidence and knowing that we typically see around high-functioning force. Yeah, I think I'd pick the number four if I could add a number into my chart. (laughs) So let's count down those four obstacles that we're overcoming together with an attitude of creative problem solving, that it is a fun problem to solve, okay? And then I'll provide a couple of journal prompts to dig into your relationship to obstacles and how to flip it. All of that will be in the show notes. (sighs) Thank you for being here. 
If this work has piqued your interest and you want to dive into deep one-on-one work with me, there's always a link in the show notes to also book an intro coaching session. I specialize in working with professionals, with heart-centered people who are doing great work in the world. Typically what happens when somebody comes to me is they come to me with a problem, a problem that's typically around feeling stuck, feeling like they're at a ceiling of success, and they really want to understand what are they missing. In that initial session, what we do is we dive into your two most dominant core numbers in your chart and assess if there's one that is dormant, if there's one that isn't getting the kind of love that it needs to help you move to that next level, to help you feel validated and why this against the grain idea or dream is on your heart. So if that's something that speaks to you, definitely check out my services page or my work with me page on my website to learn more about the work. Lastly, if this number four is a number that you feel like is undeveloped in your life right now and you want a little bit more help, a little bit more support, you can head over to Patreon and have access to the bonus episode of the month. Every single month, if you're a Patreon member for $5 a month, I will have this bonus riff, bonus prayer up by the 15th of the month, if not sooner. Usually this bonus audio is a prayer or just me riffing on the number. Um, Sometimes I do do a workshop, which is what happened actually last month. We did a workshop on the expression number in your chart. So regardless, that resource is always there for you. And if for some reason you vibe with this month's theme, but not next month, you can cancel at any time by going into the settings of your Patreon account. All right, guys, I cannot wait to talk with you next month and dive into the numerology guide then. I'm wishing you a beautiful month ahead, full of incredible breakthroughs and a deepening of your strength, your dedication, and your absolute bliss in solving problems.